Uh, good morning. It is Money Talk with James Ross. It's nine minutes to nine and time for us to take a view from the US uh, with Barry Wood, RTHK's uh, international economics correspondent. Uh, good morning, Barry. Good morning to you, James. Uh, nice to have you on the show, as we do always uh, on a Thursday morning. And I guess uh, you, we've been hearing quite a lot from uh, Christine Lagarde at uh, the uh, Davos World Economic Forum on the likelihood that the ECB is going to cut rates in the summer. What's the talk on US rates? We haven't spoken so much about that uh, this morning. Well, where do you think th- things are going? What are the indications? Well, I think the indications are um, that there will be rate cuts in the United States. And the debate is whether they're going to come as early as March or whether they're going to be towards June. I think uh, you've got a very strong United States economy. And you mentioned earlier in the program the retail sales number. I mean, Mm. really, that meant that Christmas shopping was strong. And the unemployment rate is very low. The employment picture is strong. So the U.S. economy does not decline as higher rates would would you'd expect it to do we've had what those 11 rate increases that ended in july of last year obviously that is going to slow the economy it slowed it a little bit already james but not much so i think Hmm. the fact that the u.s economy is stronger than expected than predicted means that those rate cuts are not going to be early i would say that um, I'd be surprised if there's a rate cut in March unless the economy really is declining in February. Have we been have we been worrying unnecessarily uh, Barry would you say over the last few months about the US economy? I think we have and I think what we've achieved already is a soft landing. I mean that's the analogy of the airplane isn't it a soft landing a hard landing. Hmm. This has been a soft landing. We didn't get a recession. We may have one in future, of course, but we've had the soft landing and so far the, uh, the interest rate has not had a big impact. You know, just remember what Warren Buffett says about interest rates. They are, Warren Buffett, the sage of Omaha, interest rates are to stocks what oxygen is to human beings. Mm, mm. So, yeah, mm. interest rates are high relative, 20-year high in interest rates, whether it's a mortgage rate or whether it is just borrowing for credit cards. And yet, the economy's doing well. But the caveat is the stock market has been off to a terrible start. And you've reflected that in Hong Kong, China, and certainly here in the States. So, you know, there's not much oxygen for stocks right now, and that's because rates are high. That is a suggestion that rates will come down at some point. And I suppose we've always um, got to be looking over our shoulders to see what is coming up next, as we mentioned uh, earlier in the show. One never knows, right? Yeah, that's true. And look, um, this is a robust economy. You can say that the United States is only growing at two, two and a half percent. But for a mature economy like ours that had so much money infused into it and had a high growth rate and a high inflation rate, but interest rate rises have brought the the inflation rate down. We're comfortably at what, two, three and a half percent. But it's the trend line is down. So, yeah, there is unpredictability, James. But I would say it's pretty difficult right now to be 
pessimistic about the U.S. economy. Well, from a mature, solid economy, let's uh, um, pop into the topsy-turvy world of politics, uh, shall we, Barry? Um, it is the election year. Uh, it does seem that things are heating up. And, uh, you know, there are some some challenges to uh, to Trump for the Republican uh, nomination. Um, you know, how's that all going? Well... So far, it's all with Donald Trump on the Republican side. I mean, he got 51%, and that was his target, to get to 50% in Iowa, which was just a couple days ago. And DeSantis and Haley were, you know, down in the 20s, even the teens. So, so far, it's all Donald Trump. I think listeners need to contemplate the notion that if Donald Trump is triumphant, in New Hampshire, which comes up next Tuesday, then you could make the case very strongly that Donald Trump has got the nomination. Now, there's an interesting poll that just came out that shows that Nikki Haley has reached even with Trump and that they're both tied at 40%. Another poll, and the ones that seem to be more numerous, would suggest that Donald Trump has got a 16% lead in New Hampshire. DeSantis has not spent a lot of time or money there, so he's not expected to do well. Ramaswamy, who only got, what, 7% in Iowa, he's endorsed Trump. That's a plus for Trump because those voters now are not going to go to Haley. The Ramaswamy voters are going to go to, to Trump. You have to remember that New Hampshire is sort of a bedroom community for Boston the southern part of New Hampshire. So it's a very different population than Iowa out in the Middle West. But we have to keep an eye on New Hampshire because this one is important. I suppose from an international perspective, you know, of course, we watch uh, the individuals uh, who are potentially competing for that nomination. But to some extent, um, you know, perhaps people think that it's a foregone conclusion that Trump will be uh, the the nominee. And so perhaps the international view is um, if that happens, then where does he stand against Biden? You know, and, you know, where 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 are they in the chances of, of taking the election this year? You know, that is a key question. And where are we? I I was at on the squash court today talking to people in the athletic facility, talking to people in the school. They think Trump will be president. And it shocked me to hear this. The fact that Donald Trump in most polls will beat Joe Biden. And Joe Biden is seen to be sort of yesterday's man because he's He's too old. Trump is not that much younger, but he seems to have a little more vigor and you don't see any obvious mental decline. So, yeah, that's a big surprise. You may remember, I I didn't think that either Trump or Biden would be their nominees for their parties in November. And that prediction is not looking very good, James. Well, there's always a surprise around the corner, isn't it? We never know quite what's going to happen, but uh, it does look that way indeed, Barry. Uh, Barry Wood is RTHK's international economics correspondent based in Washington, uh, D.C. Barry,